Welcome to the Glenwood Table Podcast, where we are reimagining Christian faith for the 21st century. I'm one of your hosts, Lana Hurst, and you can refer to me with she, her pronouns. You're listening to a series called Lectionary in a Human Voice, where either Emmy Arnold or I will be reading the weekly scripture passages from the lectionary. But this liturgical year, we've decided to switch things up a little. We're going from the Revised Common Lectionary to a lectionary proposed by the Reverend Dr. Wilda C. Gaffney in her book, A Women's Lectionary for the Whole Church. With insight, intentionality, and creativity, she lifts up marginalized voices and lesser-known Bible passages, and she uses more than a hundred names for God, all the while avoiding masculine pronouns for God. We love what we've read so far, and we're excited to include you as she explores what she calls Year W. So take a moment to center yourself. Breathe deeply and seek the presence of the spirit of love that is with you wherever you go. Our prayer is that this would be a meaningful opportunity for you to slow down and hear the scriptures in a new way. May you see glimmers of the divine within these words. Let's begin. Hi everyone, this is Reverend Emmy Arnold and today I'll be reading for you passages for the second Sunday after Pentecost. Before we get into the scriptures though, I want to wish everyone a happy Juneteenth and a happy Father's Day. Now sometimes I know that happy isn't necessarily the right words for holidays and I know that both Father's Day and Juneteenth have complicated meanings associated with them. Some people have bad relationships with their fathers or fathering figures or don't have a relationship at all with their fathering figures or have lost a father recently or something else that makes the holiday painful. And then with Juneteenth as a very recent federal holiday, many of us are still learning what it means. And some of us see it as a way of saying that all oppression and slavery is over and that it all ended on June 19th 1865, when the last slaves heard that the Emancipation Proclamation had been issued on January 1st, 1863, and that Congress had passed the 13th Amendment in the beginning of 1865, though it wouldn't be ratified until the end of the year. Either way, there was a two and a half year gap in between when freedom should have began and when freedom did begin for the last slaves in Texas. And so Juneteenth is also known as Independence Day, Freedom Day, or the Day of Jubilee, which is a reference to a concept in scripture of every seven years, all debts being relieved and all slaves being freed. Jubilee indeed. I wish you a very happy Juneteenth and I wish you a continued liberation. And for those of us who come from families that benefited from slave labor, whether indirectly or directly. I pray for us that we will continue to consider what it means to be in solidarity with those whose freedoms have been taken away at various points and whose freedoms are still threatened. May this day be a time of repentance and of hope for the future in terms of figuring out how you'd like to contribute 
in a time of deep injustice to bring more justice to fruition. And now back to the scriptures. Today's scriptures are from the first book of Samuel, chapter 1, verses 19 through 28, Psalm 69, verses 10 through 20 and 30 through 33, the book of Acts, chapter 2, verses 43 through 47, and the gospel according to Matthew, chapter 15, verses 29 through 39. Listen now for a word from God. The first book of Samuel, chapter 1, verses 19 through 28. Hannah and Elkanah rose early in the morning and bowed down and worshipped before the Holy One of old. Then they turned back and went to their house at Ramah. Elkanah knew his wife Hannah, and the Holy One remembered her. And it was with the turning of the days that Hannah conceived and gave birth to a son. She called his name Samuel, which means God hears. For she said, from the God who hears have I asked him. Now the man Elkanah went up with his whole household to offer to the Holy One the yearly sacrifice, and on account of a vow. Yet Hannah did not go up, for she said to her husband, not until the child is weaned, then will I bring him that he may be seen in the presence of the Most High and remain there perpetually. I will present him as a Nazarite in perpetuity for all the days of his life. Her husband Elkanah said to her, Do what is best in your eyes. Stay until you have weaned him. May the faithful God establish the words of your mouth. So the woman remained and nursed her son until she weaned him. And she took him up with her after she had weaned him, along with a three-year-old bull, an ephah of flour, and a jug of wine. Hannah brought him to the house of the ever-living God at Shiloh, and the boy was just a little boy. Then they slaughtered the bull, and they brought the boy to Eli. And Hannah said, My Lord, as you live, my Lord, I am the woman, the one who was standing beside you in this place to pray to God who hears. For this boy I prayed. And the faithful God gave me my asking, what I asked from God. Therefore have I bequeathed him to the gracious God. All his days will he be a bequest to the God whose name is holy. So she left him there and she bowed down and worshipped the faithful God. Psalm 69 verses 10 through 20 and 30 through 33. Now I humbled my soul with fasting, and they reviled me. And I wore sackcloth as my clothing, and I became to them a byword. They speak against me, they who sit in the city gates, while the drunkards make songs about me. Yet I make my prayer to you, the wisdom of the ages. At a favorable time, God, in the wealth of your faithful love, answer me with your certain salvation. Rescue me from the mire, and let me not sink. Let me be delivered from my enemies and from the deep waters. Let not the flood waters overwhelm me. Let not the deep swallow me up. Let not the pit close its mouth around me. Answer me, gracious God, for your faithful love is good. According to the wealth of your maternal love, 
turn to me. Do not hide your face from your slave, for I am in distress. Hurry to answer me. Draw near to my soul and redeem her. On account of my enemies, deliver me. Indeed, you know of my reviling and my shame and my disgrace. All my adversaries are before you. Reviling has broken my heart and I am despair. I looked for consolation, but there was none. And for comforters, but I found none. I will praise the name of God with song. I will magnify her with thanksgiving. This will please the creator of all more than an ox or a bull with horns and hooves. Let the oppressed see it and be glad. You who seek God, let your hearts flourish. For the faithful God hears the needy and those who belong to her and are imprisoned, she does not despise. Let the heavens and earth praise her the seas and everything that moves in them. The Book of Acts, chapter two, verses 43 through 47. Awe came upon everyone because many wonders and signs were being done by the apostles. All who believed were as one and held all things in common. They sold their possessions and property and distributed the proceeds to all as any had need. Daily they continued with the same purpose in the temple. They broke bread at home and ate their food with gladness and simplicity of heart. They praised God and had the gratitude of all the people. And day by day, the Holy One added to their number those who were being saved. The Gospel according to Matthew, chapter 15, verses 29 through 39. After Jesus had left Tyre and Sidon, he went by the Sea of Galilee, and he went up to the mountains sitting there. Great crowds came to him bringing with them disabled, blind, and mute people, and people missing body parts along with many others. Then they put them at his feet, and he healed them so that the crowd was that amazed, so that the crowd was amazed when they saw mute people speaking, people missing body parts made whole, disabled people walking, and blind people seeing. And they praised the God of Israel. Then Jesus called his disciples to him and said, I have compassion for the crowd because they have stayed with me for three days now and have nothing to eat. And I do not want to send them away hungry for they might collapse on the road. The disciples said to him, where are we to get so much bread in the desert as to feed so great a crowd? Jesus asked them, how many loaves do you have? They said seven and a few small fish. Then ordering the crowd to sit on the ground, he took the seven loaves and the fish and giving thanks, he broke them and gave them to the disciples. And the disciples gave them to the crowds and all of them ate and were filled. 
and they took up the abundance of fragments, seven baskets full. Those who ate were women and children besides 4,000 men. Then sending away the crowds, he got into the boat and went to the region of Magadan. This has been a reading of the word of God for you, a beloved child of God. Thanks be to God. Thank you so much for listening to this week's selections from Lectionary in a Human Voice. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, feel free to leave us a review or subscribe to the podcast. You can also find us on Instagram and Facebook. And we look forward to sharing scriptures with you again soon or having you listen along to our group conversations about theology. Until next time, beloveds. You are loved and you are enough.